0: My interview with Des Fafara of Devil Driver. Caught up with him on the first day of the Bound by the Road Tour. The staple Devil Driver Tour. Absolutely. Not. I was trying to think, how how many has it been now? Was it 08 you started? Yeah, the- yeah,
1: yeah. We, yeah. we started the Bound by the Road Tour then, and then we've gone out on some really cool, successful ones, and we decided to bring it back out for a couple weeks with this package. And it's fun. We're starting on a Wednesday here. Yeah. So we'll see how it does.
0: Hey, good place to start, Orange Absolutely. County. you got to start on one coast or the uh, other. I love it,
1: man. I mean, this is only 45 minutes from my house, you know, so we're doing Orange County tonight and L.A. tomorrow, and it feels good.
0: And great lineup, Re- Cali represent throughout yeah. the lineup. A lot of Cali bands.
1: Absolutely, great lineup, man. And you know, it's a diverse lineup. It's something that I really wanted out of this package. I really didn't want a bunch of bands that sounded the same, right? And you, I mean, Death Angel and us was very different. The Agonist, Winds of Plague, Azrael, who's playing now, very different from the other bands. So it's cool, man.
0: That's that's kind of the staple of the Bound by the Road tour, you know? Yeah, just
1: have some diversity. So if you want to come early and you want to see a bunch of bands, you can, you know, you can hear different kinds of factions of metal, you know, going on.
0: It's almost like a mini kind of festival. I wonder, would you ever take it, like, make it an Ozfest one day?
1: Oh, who knows? You know what <laughs> I mean, that's a big, that's a big conglomerate to go after, right there. Man, I got to just get on Ozfest and play those shows. Well, I love you, it, I and love
0: you it. have a million times. I mean, you're would yeah. you, dub you the mayor of Ozfest.
1: Well, I think uh, nobody's done it more than uh, Ozzy, myself, and Jamie Josta, and I think Josta's got me beat because <laughs> he he did Japan and I didn't, so he's got me beat by one. But yeah, the that, that festival's been a, a, a seminal uh, festival. For me, over my career, yeah, and obviously that family and that uh, that festival has helped me out a, a, a great amount. Um, and then we did not fest meets Ozfest as well, right. which is just absolutely. Just- phenomenal do
0: that video i love watching it it's like yeah, going trust, back to that day you yeah know? That, that, that. instantly back with that day like, yeah the trust no video. one video it was yeah. real cool man
1: they showed everything you know they showed the monster trucks and people dancing around with fire sticks right. and all that and it was a great day for us i think we played at like three or 3 30 in the afternoon too, and too
0: early yeah too well
1: early. for for me like those afternoon slots are really uh because that stage shuts down at like six o'clock you know amazing. Right, right. but, but you should
0: have been on the main
1: stage yeah you know what uh cool thanks for saying that but like really uh i I prefer more the aggressive part of it so where there's going to be a pit and everything you know so when there's seats and stuff that can be a little bit boring for me i get you Um, and to have that huge pit that day and the people's reaction i mean i remember when we went on we saw people flooding over and that place was so packed and so going off for us that I'm, i'm really thankful
0: and you captured that in the video and that's why i love it it like it's like a, a video of that day from you driving up showing the freeway signs that i've seen a million times yeah. and seeing your whole way in and how long have you lived in the ie now
1: uh now about seven or eight years i mean I was, I was i was born in in uh studio city okay los angeles and then parents moved me from there all around i mean everywhere from the san fernando valley to san juan capistrano to in you know in the oc over laguna Niguel, like all sorts of different places you know <laughs> Um, And then my wife and I were living in in Santa Barbara and just we're looking for something different. So now we live out in the IE and I I love it, man. It's, It's fantastic. I raised my kids out there. Uh, we live in a pretty small community where we where we live, we live in Marietta. Right. And it's very small. I mean, you know, I go to Ralph's and the women's know our name, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, you're home from tour, you know. so
0: I was picturing you, you taking a hit of wine and hit off the joint and, and looking
1: up and going, my night sky. Ah, yeah, man. Um, looking up in that IE sky. Dude. Yeah, it's beautiful. I do love the weather out there. It's, it's a lot different than it is in L.A. or in Orange County or the beach areas. It could be, you know, 95 degrees, 100 degrees and all of a sudden it starts pouring rain. Yeah. It's then the, the nights are are beautiful, um, and I was just looking for something out of the way. I'm a really private person, man. Yeah. So we kind of live uh, up in the, up in the hills a little bit, and away, tucked away, and it's it's nice. It's it's very peaceful, which is what I need when I'm off to work.
0: Yeah, the complete opposite. But yeah. like you're happy. You're back out on the road doing your Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You got a big smile once again That's great yeah, to see Yeah,
1: I love I love touring I love touring And uh, we've got to come out here And back Trust No One Trust No One came out so strong On the Billboard charts It's like number 16 on the top 40 With no active rock It's like, when does that happen to anybody? Yeah So And it's our 7th record as well So yeah, I'm, I'm extremely happy
0: That's what I was going to ask you too With tonight's set Are you going more Trust No One Now that you're getting to play it longer? I imagine this is going to be the longest set Since the album's been out on Correct. the road Because the Concrete Confessional was like co-headlining you're probably a longer set tonight
1: uh, we're definitely doing a longer set tonight I think a set is like 15-16 songs and there's a little bit from everything you know uh, there's two or three songs from Trust No One and, and and we're going back playing some songs we haven't played like Grin Fucked oh, cool. I asked people on social media what do you really want to hear and it's like there were some older songs mentioned like Cry For Me Sky Grin Fucked so I was like okay let's put that in there Um, And the set seems to be really flowing really well. We're opening with Hold Back the Day, which is an unusual thing for us to do, but it seems to be really cool working.
0: And what a hell of a lineup you've put together, Daz, for the Bound by the Road Tour.
1: Yeah, really, like the Death Angel and yeah, you guys, yeah. Like that's, that's like the old school and the new school kind of coming together. You know? And then you got Winds of Plague and the Agonist and then Asriel, uh, who came over from Australia, man, they're good too, you should check them out. Yeah, Don, no, I was right gonna now. talk
0: to them, drag it get done with you or yeah, whenever yeah. they get off yeah, stage Yeah, I mean, they go on
1: at doors, so you know, they gotta play for like right. people walking in. But you know what, that's how I started, that's how everyone starts. And so we, we, we were uh, happy to give them a chance and, and knew they got their visas and everything proper from Australia and they could come over. So we were like, Let, let's do it, we'd love to have you.
0: Who was the band back in the day that gave you that co-sound, that gave you that
1: break? Right, for me, uh, it was uh, Glenn Danzig, who I actually really? yeah, I talked to actually last week, I'm still very good friends with him. But, um, I Is on on more Misfit? You know, I can't talk about his business, but you know, I did a very small tour with Cold Chamber in the very beginning, and Glenn saw us in Philly and pulled us off that tour and pulled us on his tour. And wow. from then we've been best, you know. Really, we've been close friends, I should say. Right. And um, which is which is funny because man, when I when I was a bricklayer, I used to drive an hour and a half to, to work listening to that first Danzig record. <laughs> you know. Oh, that's the best. And I see tour team. buses or whatever, and be like, oh man, I just want to be on stage. I just want to do that. And uh, <laughs> and to end up being friends with that guy is real is real cool. But yeah, we that was my first guy who gave me the shot.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then it was Pantera, Black Sabbath, who gave yeah. us. So many shows, it was unbelievable. Uh, and then I, I hooked up with Sharon Osborne. Uh, they managed, she managed us for a long time, and then the rest is history from
0: there. That's awesome, man! And now you're paying it forward with the Has yeah, everybody Yeah, you, you got to do that. See.
1: You got to do that, man! And look, I've been around a long time. You know, over, over 22 years in, in this yeah. business, and you 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 find that when you reach down, you you take a hand down and you help somebody up. You don't know they may be a bigger band than you in a year, and right. they'll and they'll come around. You know, and there's bands like that that I've taken out. I mean, look, we. You know, Cold Chamber took out Slipknot on their first tour ever. You know? Right. I mean, look at that band. Is that you know? with Seven Dust? I think. Uh, yeah, yep. And look at you know, look what they've done. You know, they've done some great things. I respect Corey for for his business sense and what he's done. And so, you know, you just reach down and give your hand up, and, and there you go. You know, That's we've what got bigger we've got bigger bands doing that to us too, as well. So it's a good thing. Yeah, love when
0: that happens. Synergy.
1: Yeah. Synergy is sy- a great word, man. I've been <laughs> we using that the, word the that. Yeah, I've been using.
0: You know, the, I've, I've been trying to get rid of that. You know, everyone's been so like negative lately, especially even in the metal community. I'm like, dude, I don't care if it's cool; it's cool. I'm not going to judge a band based on their past. Yeah, know?
1: right on. I mean, look, we we tend to, you know, Double Driver does our own thing. We've got our own signature sound. I really want it to stay that way, and that's the bottom line. And um, I said it when we were on the seventy tons boat cruise, live on stage. Like we don't sound like any band out here, and like, no. and I wouldn't have it any other way, you no. know. Um, but metal in general, uh, shows are going through a difficult time, and so you're probably hearing all about that too. I mean, every metal show I know about is is going through a difficult time out there. Um, but you got it; you go out and you just do your thing, you know. I think music is a cyclical thing. You know, whereas I just went to go see Excision with my girl and and, my, and and Scott and a bunch of my really good friends, and he did three nights at the Palladium, sold out. And he, right. He said he's a rad guy, and I, and I love his stuff, but that music is hitting real hard right now, too. Um, so it's a cyclical thing, and, and everyone in metal right now is kind of like, you know, holding their feet to the fire right. and staying true to what they do, and that's a very important thing. And right now in this time, we're going to see, you know, in the next, I'd say, few years, a lot of bands go under and a lot of bands come out of it. Right, uh, And it's so it's an important time for Devil Driver, and we definitely want to stay on the road and supporting this record since it came out so strong.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing, it's probably way too soon, but I was thinking about it just listening to the catalog before the show and going, yeah, cool. you know, damn, 10 years since Last Kind Words would how rad would that be to, to see a devil driver tour of just that album? Is that something you'd ever think about? Yeah,
1: most definitely. And, and, and because trust no one has a lot in common with, with that record, man, if you listen to trust no one and you listen to that record back to back, they have a lot in common. So we've been toying with the idea, you know, I mean, I'd like to play trust no one and it's an entirety before we come off the cycle. Uh Um, and I, think, I still think it's too early for us to go into that, okay, we're going to do, you know, the second or third record. it entirety. got to be 20 years. No, I don't know if that, I it, It'll just, like, the time will tell itself. It will tell me, or, or the people will tell me, you know, hey, look, we want to we want to hear this record in its entirety. And a lot of bands are doing that right now, I know. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. It's putting people in the seats. For sure. And so that's an important thing. But then you get the people that come out like, you know, hey, we're going to come out for that record, but we wanted to hear this song and that song and this song. Right. So, uh, we tend to mix up the set a little bit more. Uh, but, but I I truly think about that for sure.
0: Satan's chauffeur, Mr. Dez Fafara of Devil Driver. Always wanted to ask Dez about Lemmy. I always kind of felt like they were the same vocally, spiritually, kind of uh, did things their own way and never really answered to anybody. And uh, curious for you, Dez, what are your thoughts and, and interaction with the late, great Lemmy?
1: Ah, uh, wow. So... When Devil Driver first started, our first record was not long enough to even give us a set, so we had to throw something in, and we covered Ace of Spades uh, every night. That was a no-brainer for me. Yeah, um, a huge influence on me, uh, uh, vocally.
0: Yeah, I, mean, uh, I the-
1: remember the first time I heard Motorhead. I actually I thought they were a punk band until I saw what well, they are. They were essentially half punk rock anyway. Right. Until I saw they had long hair and bullet belts and whatever. You know, it was a trip. Double K- but um, and... Lemmy, you know, was always a really nice guy to me, uh, even when I first started, very first time I ever met him, was always very cool to me, and up until, you know, he passed away, every time he saw me, he would, you know, hey Des, how are you, would remember me by name, and, right. and talk to me, um, I remember few years before he died i, I wore for years I, I wore a motorhead shirt yeah, on stage yeah I've and seen i, it many I times. had that stage shirt with me one time when we played with them at a smaller festival in oklahoma it was only about seven or eight hundred people
0: oh wow
1: and i went up to the bus and, and i said hey man you know like I'm, this is my last show with this shirt like can you guys all sign it and uh they all signed it for me mm-hmm. and my wife has it she's you know, putting it under glass that's cool um but That's I've been really fortunate cool. in this industry, like, to, to either meet or work alongside all of my heroes. Right. And uh, so, you know, meeting Lemmy and, and being able to speak to him, you know, for the last 20-something years has been a, a great honor. Every time you run into someone like that, obviously, one of the most legendary cats, you know, forever. Yeah. Live or dead, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, for him. sure. He lives on forever. Totally. And then, you know, to do things like, you know, work with Al Jerkinson, is a really close friend <laughs> as well, and do a song with him, and... Um, yeah, that was badass. Yeah, and he he came to my house and it, with a, a bracelet that day Al did that he scratched uh, my name in it on a leather bracelet and the date we worked together. Oh wow! And that date we were working together in my studio. He broke his glasses, signature little glasses he wears. Right, he right. Broke them And he left them at my house.
0: Ah.
1: So I have the bracelet and that and a photo of us and we I uh, put that up. So for me, it's kind of bucket list. You know, who do you want to work for with? Sure. Who, you know, who who do you want to sing with? Who do you want to work with? And now in my career, especially. I'm in a bucket list moment where I'm doing what I want to do. Um, and Devil Driver has been in the studio working on something real cool for a, a long time. We're always in the studio. So for me to say, we're in the studio working on you something you got a home cool. studio, yeah, right? Yeah, i got a home studio and so does so it But we've been crafting something for a very long time now. That And we don't know when it's coming out or whatever. But there's something real special. And so I think it uh, needs to be said that, that, that over the next 10, 20, 30 years, whatever it may be, you know, blessed be whatever life gives me, uh, there's a lot of bucket list items that I'm doing and people I want to work with. And I've started with this next thing we're doing with calling people that I want to work with. And we've, there's, you know, a lot a lot of people that are coming to the table and it's, uh, it, you know, it feels blessed, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, like kinda... to, well, I like to work with people I respect or look up to or that have had a long time in the business or even a short time but have done something cool with their career. You know, it's important to me did all the
0: death last year kind of make you think about that or put that in perspective? Well, or were you already so. kind of working so. on this? Or? I think so.
1: I mean, I remember the day uh, Lemmy died. I actually called uh, uh, several people in my life that I had parted ways with because they're very negative and the relationship wasn't working. It was negative. We were either in bands or personal or business wise right I remember calling people that day like four or five people that day going hey man how are you it's like, whoa what are you doing Colin?" It's like, I just want to say I love you man just you wow. know, I love you and I think and the reciprocation that day was like yeah hey man me too I've been thinking about you man hey man thanks for everything I love you and I'm like no problem bro you know and it was to several people in my personal life and business life and one of the ex members actually Devil Driver <clears throat> uh, who was actually at a show at the time and was like man it's good to hear from you thanks bro you know because wow. you start thinking you know you start thinking and life is real short it is Um, and I've I've lost a lot of people in my life uh, early uh, family members and you name it so I tend to live for the day and it's why you know you said your big smile it's like I tend to carry a smile with me and I was like without that you got nothing in life
0: you know no dude and and that's what's been great to see this whole album cycle is you with a smile once again and it's like Des is happy once again yeah well
1: we're having a really great time you know and I, I say this to everybody that you know if you're listening to this and you're in a band and you don't get along with somebody whoever it may be um, you know you sit down and just part ways I think yeah. it's the most important thing music is a beautiful thing traveling on the road is a beautiful thing even if you're in a van catching no sleep playing shows over and over it's a beautiful thing you know you're blessed to be able to do that right. um, and, and I surely feel that way most definitely you know, if, every day if you could put
0: it like on a scale you know like the the injustice scale yeah I'm curious like musicianship versus personality
1: for a band member, right? Well, if the if you're a great musician and the personality doesn't work, then you're nothing. And then if your personality is over the top, amazing, but you can't play, so you know what I mean. <laughs> but the is it like gotta sixty-five? Wait, scales got to weigh even. You know, it's got to weigh even. You got to be a good guy. You got to be happy out here on the road. And the road, the kind of road that I do, is not for everybody. I mean, I've toured harder than you know most people on the planet. Right, I mean, right. I can name the guys who tour like I do on one hand. Right. Period, that's it, and none. And um, I think it's because I, I do love being on stage, and uh, and you have to love what you do. And you have to have people around you that love what they do. Right. and And that's the way that goes. So I think that scale thing, you know, it has... To, Personality it's 50-50 still. It is 50-50. It is 50-50. Let's
0: talk about your medicinal business. Right. Talk about that new business venture for you. Right.
1: Well, I mean, I've been smoking marijuana since I was probably 15 years old. I suffer from ADD and ADHD my whole life and
0: That's uh, why you did the the sale cover. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And my and my parents put me on Ritalin for like 8 or 9 years and it really fucked me up in school. Really fucked me wow. up. And as soon as I started like sneaking weed, obviously, but as soon as I started smoking weed, I started getting better grades. Uh, you know, it's like history. Ooh, this is interesting. Right. You know, right. and stuff like that. So I really back that that movement. I mean, and, and I could go on for days about this, but you know, the kids with seizures and epilepsy, and the things that it helps, and you know, the seeds are the highest protein content on the planet. And why are we still cutting down trees to make paper when you can use <laughs> hemp? I mean, this is you know, I could go on for days. So yeah, we. Sure. I partnered with a company called Jade Extracts. Okay. And uh, they're they're out of California as well, and we have. A double- year. They're out of the IE. Okay. And uh, we have Devil Driver OG with them, which is in about 20 dispensaries now, and it's doing extremely well. Wow. Uh, and it's tested. It's it's amazing, and it's fire. It's an indica, um, which is what I like, and uh, it's good for concentration, to tell you the truth, man. Really? Um, so that's, that's that's what I'm doing there. And as well as my, my family and I started a, a startup business this year, and we're launching the website in May or June, uh, probably May of this year, called Sun Cult. Uh, and it's a, it's a surf line. You can go to, you can go to Instagram or Twitter and check out Sun Cult, Sun Cult Official. It's a surfwear company. I grew up surfing obviously from California. Sure. So we make boards and and apparel and some really cool stuff and and some shirts that say worship the sun, really cool stuff. So doing that along with my family and my kids and that's been a good time.
0: Awesome. So your own clothing line, your own weed line. You know, doing some stuff, (laughs) doing some stuff. Thank you so much.